The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Sure, Madam Chair. Councilmember Letitia Johnson. Present. Councilmember Mary Waters. Present. Councilmember Angela Whitfield Calloway. Present. You have a quorum present, Madam Chair. Thank you. Having a quorum present, we are now in session. Is there an approval of the minutes? Motion. There is a motion to approve the minutes. Hearing no objection, that action shall be taken. We are now going to move into public comment. Do we have any individuals present for public comment? Yes, we have one in the gallery, Mr. Kareem. Mr. Kareem? Good morning. We're going to get the clock. We have, you have two minutes. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning, ma'am. What I want to speak about, um, I was very upset when I watched the news last night when uh, Councilmember Sheffield came on and said um, about the towing thing is uh, we finna change the way they do business here. Something to that effect. Ma'am, when you go into receiving hospital, you can't take your CPLs in there. You got to leave them in your car. These people, the, the, the reports over 2,200 guns were stolen from people got your son towing out of their vehicles. You go to the third precinct, you have the reports. We have most of the reports. I've been investigating them for through the year. How do you get a chance to stay here when 30,000 children lost their schooling? Because you go to three schools, they take in the parents' car, they can't get to the three schools. They break into the cars, take all the money and jewelry out of the car. They've been terrorizing the people. Look, the medical course residents are fear of their families coming to visit. If the family's got a park down the street, because when you come visit your daughter, Gosh, they want to slash your car up and make you pay $650. All these, what about the victim? We should have a date where we can bring all these victims who've been victimized by these people, and they need to come here and hear the testimony. 19 people died. I got the record of 19 deaths. What it is, when they towed the car, you runs over there, please let me get my heart, my mama's stroke medicine out there. You got $200? They told it they would not let you get your medicine out of there. And, and, and there's been more people. I got documented families of 19 people when you, don't, when you take their heart medicine, their stroke and cancer medicine from the people, don't give it back, what are they going to do with the night? Then they go back in the hospital. There's two men in the hospital right now as we speak because they will not at least let them get their medicine out of there. They want you to pay $150 to get the medicine out of your car. Ma'am, they taking cars over there, which we got video to prove it, blocking women's in, taking them out of their cars, handicapped what they done to one woman, which I have no proof of this. He passed away where his wife lived there. He swore, he would, she would testify, they took a handicapped person, she ran to get a prescription, this child is Mr. paralyzed, Kareem. they put him in a wheelchair and took the car while the mama came back, thank but I have no proof of thank, that. Thank you for um, sharing that information. The two minutes have expired, but I want to say to you that yesterday when you provided that information no, to I didn't us, invite. We have, we got to sir, sit sir, down. Sir, sir, sir. Yeah, yesterday when you shared the information with us during the Committee of the Whole, that was my first time hearing about it, mm -hmm. but I appreciate you getting that to us. 
I am personally going to look into it because I know this will be a larger discussion for all of us. Yes. Um, so, so thank you so much for sharing well, that you, and any additional information that well, you have to Well, we have, have to have share. a meeting about this specifically to get the information. How will you get it if you don't sit down with me to see the videos and everything going on? Well, Mr. Kareem, can you um, make sure that my staff members received your contact inf information and we will certainly connect with you. Sure. Member Waters. Um, and okay. Thank you, thank you, Madam Chair. And I want the gentleman to know that uh, his concerns are not gone uh, unheard, and that's for sure. I do also sit on the Public Health and Safety Committee for all of that towing, those towing contracts come through. And I can assure you that we will, we will take a look at it. We are not going to have any company that's doing business with the city terrorizing our people. It's, we're just not going to tolerate it. So, so we, we're going to take a look at it. So I'll get the member from uh, the information from Member uh, Johnson's staff, and, uh, and we'll go from there, okay? All right, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Mr. Scott, do we have any virtual hands raised? We have two hands raised. The first one is D2 Victimized City Retiree. Good morning, D2 Victimized City Retiree. You have two minutes. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. How are you all? Great, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, today I'd like to speak on, um, well, I'd always like to speak on how many, uh, how much redundancy we have in our um in our government, you know, like the last uh, budget uh, season, I think the mayor had like 46 different, uh, you know, divisions, so many that he can't even keep count. And so once he lays those out, you know, he can't change them. You know, he has to bring them back you know, to council. And during the uh, annual uh, planning, and it's due for 20, every even year, then he has to lay out all of the programs and all of the capital uh, projects and everything with the money and where it's coming from. So I look back in the last one that was done in the agenda, not the, uh, um, you know, not the budget, the capital agenda versus the capital budget. So anyway, I look back and I did not see this $3 million um, renovation for the mayor's office in that planning. So I'm just wondering, is that something new that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, somebody said, hey, you know, the mayor hasn't had his office updated in nine years. Well, I haven't had my home updated in nine years since the bankruptcy either. So I can I can relate to that. But I don't think we should take $3 million and we're going to give it to a, um, an extension of ourselves, which is Detroit Building Authority, and he's going to hire a contractor, then he's going to hire a contractor, then he's going to hire another daggone contractor, and you guys have no idea what we're paying. We don't have any idea what we're paying, you know, what we're being charged, who's doing what. We have electricians that can do that work. We have plumbers that can do whatever. We have, we had until you got rid of them. We had communication electricians. We don't need somebody to hire somebody to hire somebody else. All that needs to be back in-house. It used to be... Um, uh, I forget, CBM, Central Building Maintenance. Now it's GSD. Thanks. Thank you. And as I'm sure you are aware, that item was pulled off the agenda. Um, and as um, additional information is provided to us, it will certainly be made public. But we certainly uh, appreciate your comment. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Scott? 
next hand raises Michael Lamont Cunningham Jr. Good morning, Michael Lamont Cunningham Jr. You have two minutes. Good morning, honorable body. Good morning, those at home. There's a hotline number 313-444-9114. It extends my time to three minutes. I'm speaking about a couple things. Remember, it's anonymous to call, just listen. Many people called last week, just call, listen. Uh, anyone on the sound of my voice. Also on Facebook, Forced Subservience Cunningham. Forced Subservience Cunningham. This is a question uh, for Mr. Scott and Councilwoman Johnson, uh, the Honorable Council uh, that's there. Uh, will anybody from your staff be at the DDOT meeting tomorrow? Will anybody from your staff be at the DDOT meeting tomorrow um, at 5 p.m.? Uh, to see what the constituents are saying about the bus services. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's an intern or anybody. Will anybody from your offices be at the uh, Detroit Department of Transportation meeting tomorrow via Zoom? I'm currently pulled over to the side of the road. I'm headed to Livonia with a customer, and the customer was very uh, patient, and they didn't mind. Um, keep me in prayers. I keep you all in prayers. Um, I've been doing random acts of kindness where, uh, like hand warmers, uh, bus tickets, you know, why these people are waiting. And I'm, I'm just one, uh, I, I'm leasing. Pay, uh, I pay $80 a day just to lease this taxi cab, $80 a day. That's a lot of money, but I'm grateful. Uh, but just one extra slow day, I'm back on the bus again. You know, and it's cold, it's rainy, and bus supposed to be there in 30 minutes. He said it's there in an hour and a half. So I'm asking each and every one of you with an empathetic heart, if you live in a certain community, if you're a politician or not, and you know people that have been at the bus stop for a long time, give them a ride, give them some hot chocolate, go buy some hand warmers, if you can bus tickets, just look out for your fellow person because this winter is gonna be rough because Detroit Department of Transportation is short CDLB drivers and other issues. This is gonna be a rough one. And I thank you. Thank you so much. And to answer your question, someone from my staff will be at the DDOT meeting. Um, we appreciate everything that you do. I'd like to now cut off public comment Mr. Scott, do we have any additional hands raised? The last hand raised is phone number ending in 711. Hold up, we have one, just um, two hands raised before you cut public comment. So the first one is 711. Good morning, caller. Um, phone number ending in 711. You have two minutes. Good morning, Councilwoman Johnson and the other council persons. I'm Malik Shelton. Um, I just like to say that the um, former corporation council 
Lawrence Garcia, along with the Acting Corporation Council, Chuck Ramey, were completely in error when they uh, advised the council that the city of Detroit could not give restitution, cash restitution payments to the Detroiters who were over-assessed and over-taxed on their property. And they, and, and they had the nerve to use the Michigan Constitution, Article 7, Section 26, to do it, when actually uh, that provision, that statute, only prohibits the municipalities from using its credit or its funds for private purposes or for the private sector, not for public purposes, to give the cash restitution payments to Detroiters that lost their homes and who were overseas. That is a public purpose. And and at the same time, I find it very ironic that these same individuals, these same people that work for the Duggan administration, they took public funds in the form of an unlimited tax due obligation bond. They took $36 million at least and partnered up with FCA Chrysler in 2018, and that is what is illegal according to Article 7, Section 26 of the Constitution. Now, that's what's illegal. They should not have done that. That is totally unlawful and illegal, and they know it. But they call themselves being slick and putting something over on us. They're very, very quick to render decisions in Thank you so much for your comment. Our second hand raise fell off the call and over with raise your hand after you close public comment. Thank you. Uh, that concludes public comment. We are now going to move back to the agenda. And we have our first interview at 1015. Um, Mr. Scott, do you see Ms. Keeley Robinson in attendance? Yes, she's um, uh, currently a panelist. Thank you. Good morning, Ms. Robinson. Can you hear us? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Miss um, Keeley Robinson is here for to be interviewed for the Board of Review appointment. Good morning, Miss Robinson. Can you introduce yourself? Give us a little bit about your background. Are you able to hear me? can't tell if she's frozen. No, she's moving. I'm sorry, I can't hear you at all. So we can hear you. Can you hear me? I wonder if she needs to turn her volume up. Good morning, can you hear me?
Mr. Scott, do you have a way of communicating with Ms. Robinson? Um, no, I do not, because we don't have a we don't do not have a chat feature on webinar. Okay, thank you. We are going to take a brief pause so I can see if we can get a hold of Ms. Robinson. <laughs> 